If you're looking for Pokemon style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What is up, everyone? It's me, the Pokemon Cave. We're here for yet another episode every week. Today, we're going to try and keep this little one a little short. Uh, we've got two main topics that we're going to discuss, um, both of which are pretty interesting. Uh, first off, we're going to start with some awesome leaks that have come out from uh, 4chan. Uh, you know, usually this company... You know, people take it with a grain of salt. However, they have come out with things in the past for Sword and Shield um, that have become true. So, you know, take it with what you think. Uh, we start off with the leaks as for the Scarlet and... Uh, God, what was the other one? Violet. Scarlet and Violet. Uh, new games. Uh, apparently, there's going to be rival schools. Uh, the region will have two main schools that will play an important role in the plot, uh, depending on the version uh, the characters come from different schools. Uh, so, you know, if you pick one game, you come from one school. If you pick another game, you come from the other school. Uh, the main character school will have the professor as a principal. Uh, there will be two rivals, one from your school, who will be the your main character's childhood friend, kind of like every other Pokemon game. Um, that, you know, isn't very... Uh, I mean, it's it's the same old, same old. Uh, the next one, though, will be a rival from the opposite school. Uh, so kind of think of it as like, almost like your version of Gary Oak, but distant, I guess. <laughs> um, so that's kind of cool. Uh, basically, uh, while the opposite school will have the villain as the principal as well. So you'll have the... 
your rival, but then you also have the principal who's kind of your villain. Um, I mean, so you kind of touched bases on that a little bit uh, when we were chatting how he thought it was really cool that they were going to do the the school aspect of it. Oh yeah, I'm 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 excited for the school aspect. The the nerd in me has uh my my uh, my brain's going with at least my own personal theories or directions or opinions on where I'd like to see it go. Um, once I heard schools, I thought, well, why not schools based off the three starter uh, types that we always get? You know, like a fire school, a grass, and a and a water. They kind of flirted with it with the the semi seer. And and then the brothers, they they had a gym, I believe, that was the three of them. Actually, yes. I don't know how they yeah, I don't know how they made that work, but yeah, there was like, you know, three of them, water, grass, and fire all in one building kind of deal. Yeah. I mean so, actually I totally forgot about that. That actually makes yeah, a lot of sense. Man, yeah. It's like that's what I'm saying. The nerd in me is kind of excited. At least the one that played the video games is kind of excited. Because I've even done walkthroughs with like cheats on like my cell phone. Uh with the um what do you call them? Like the uh what are they like the sim the simulators? The, oh, okay, the yeah. Game Boy simulators or the DS? The uh emulators or whatever. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yes, them. And then I just download the ROMs from online and I do walkthroughs with cheats on all the old school games. <laughs> so um, when I heard the schools, I was thinking something similar to that. Or even, I don't know, did you ever get into um, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX? Um, I, I remember playing some Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, I think I played the one game. It was on the PlayStation way back in the day. Um, but other than that, I don't think I ever, I don't think I ever had it for the Game Boy. I know that they came out with the Game Boy. I oh, think. gotcha. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, well, they, um, sorry, go ahead. I remember, like, uh, vividly remember, uh, it was like a card game based version of kind of like what Pokemon did, uh, but it was on PlayStation, whereas Pokemon did it on the Game Boy. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh kind of had it on the the PlayStation format for the first little while. And then I think they went to Game Boy as well. Oh, wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Like a little character walking in the world? Um, Similar, but you were... I think you played as Yugi. Um, and it was based off of the actual anime. So basically... A, a, what oh, if, God, what, yeah, whatever the anime did, you essentially did. Uh, it was really, really butchered. Um, could have been a whole lot better, but uh, they tried. It was kind of like the whole Pokemon TCG that they did on the Game Boy, essentially. Gotcha. Yeah, no. So uh, the series right after the original Yu-Gi-Oh, the, um, the, the, the new protagonist had uh, schools, and he belonged to one school, and then you had two other schools so in Yu-Gi-Oh there was three it sounds like in Pokemon they're going to keep it with two but I'm excited for that um, a new rival someone outside of your like you said the same old just your childhood friend kind of deal and the and the principal or you know I guess would be like the professor of that school that that kind of excites me too like another kind of boss battle like a Giovanni because that's what I really liked about Leaf Green and Fire Red 
was having Giovanni in there. That was almost like a another little boss to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was yeah, in in the the game it wasn't that bad. I think he was what, the eighth gym leader? Which was kinda interesting. Like Um but yeah, he never he didn't really have that strong of a of a Pokemon type. I think he had like Rhyhorn and or Needle King. He had Needle King. Uh and a few yeah. others. But um yeah, it was kinda cool, you know in the early days I th- you kind of fought Team Rocket in a sense, but it was kind of cool to, to actually fight uh, Giovanni near the end. Oh, for sure. And like we were talking, I just rem- I just remembered um, you kind of jogged my memory a little. But uh, like what I told you earlier, I really hope that they um, include some type of a tournament within these schools. You know what I mean? Like a bracket, something like. Um, I don't know, maybe like an internal clock within the game. So like every so often you can, you know, rush to the school and enter a Pokemon tournament or something like that, where you can only enter three of a certain type or something to keep you fresh. Cause I know for me personally, I choose what I consider the game to have the six best Pokemon. I go to the spot to find them. I I hunt in that grass. I, I find, and then, you know, I only stick with them. And I never kind of give the others a chance. So anything to kind of get us to use other Pokemon. Yeah. And more, more trainer on trainer battles that, you know, experience that way, as opposed to only gaining experience fighting wild Pokemon. Well, I think they kind of, they kind of did that uh, in previous games where you had like the, it was at the Pokemon league or the uh, Pokemon center. You could go in and do like, sort of matched games essentially and it was kind of like a a way to hone your skills without having to search for trainers out in the wild uh or you know just kind of beating the bushes looking for wild pokemon um i remember vividly it was like you went in and you picked a, a category so you know pokemon level 40 to 50 so, you know, if, depending on what you had in your set, you would have to have Pokemon within that range of level uh, and then go in and you would fight another trainer with the same Pokemon level. So it was like an evened fight, but you had to kind of think of ways to still beat your opponent without actually knowing what your opponent had going into the fight. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I remember those, like the uh, Battle Towers and Battle Frontier. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'd be nice. But like full time, just like in, in, ingrained in the story, it'd be great. Um, I'm excited to see what they might do with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, if if that rumor is true, it'd be pretty interesting to see exactly what they do. Uh, moving forward into this uh, supposed leak, we got some more information on the starter Pokemon, or at least what they evolve into eventually uh sprigato evolves into a grass electric saber tooth tiger <laughs> uh, with lightning bolt sharp fangs uh okay i mean um when i hear you know what i'm thinking oh what is that one thing is it he-man's tiger oh yeah yeah oh god 
What's his name? I think it's He-Man's, dude. I'm, I'm, yeah, I the, can already see a green tiger with, like, yellow. Yeah, instead of it being purple like the He-Man thing, it would be green. Yeah, oh. Oh, that just ruins that one. <laughs> no. I mean, that's kind of, I mean, uh, that's the only way I could see it work. Because, like I told you, I really thought that that cat would turn into, like, a Lipard or something. Yeah. But a saber tooth I can get behind. Yeah, I mean, seems <laughs> gonna be goofy. Like you, like I, I kind of, I get where you're coming from, but I can get behind a saber tooth. I feel like <laughs> if it's designed well. Yeah, I mean, if that rumor's true, that's oof. that might be. Come on, a rat type saber tooth. That's pretty dope. I I gotta see some artwork for this thing because, like, I don't know if that is true. I need to see some artwork, or I'm just not sold on it. Um, uh, but it gets, it gets kind of worse as we go through here. Um, Fu Coco, I know I'm butchering that name, uh, will gain a more serpent-like body form and will be a fire dragon type. Uh, so it'd be more like a, a mix between Saviper and maybe a Dragtini or a Dragonair. Uh, yeah. but it'd be a fire dragon type. Which is kind of yo. You you remember that thing I shared on IG earlier, the the Quetzalcoatl card? Yes, yes. I'm I'm getting. I'm thinking Pokemon is gonna try to go that route. Ooh, oh. a fire dragon, something like the the Aztec Mayan serpent dragons with feathers. Watch them get feathers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. It'd be something I'm thinking, weird. man, if they're, if they're going to overdo it just because of how Quaxley's been overdone, if the rumors are true. That's all that I could see, man. I mean, I don't know. He might keep his legs, though, like a salamance, but with feathers. Yeah, I mean, so I just pulled up the image that I sent you of what apparently the three leaked final evolutions are. Um... So if, oh god, yeah, this so Sp- sprig, uh, that was the the grass electric type. Okay, so it wants to be a saber tooth tiger type of thing. From what I noticed, it looks so it's going to be on two paws, the back two paws standing, uh, and it looks like it's going to be covered in flowers. Uh, I don't know how well that's going to work. But, oh, no, no, dude. Absolutely not. Yeah, I hope it's not what that looks like. I mean, so the fire dragon type for the fire starter, uh, the supposed leaked image for the final evolve form of that looks even worse. Um, it's got like green, green hair feather type crap, uh, green along the tail at the end. Uh, like, What's with the blister on its back? Like that bubble? Yeah. It's like a pimple, like a cyst. Yeah, right? Um, I mean, Quaxley's looks okay. Looks, yeah, but those feathers make them blades, like you said, like like a steel type. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Make them knives. Apparently, uh, Quaxley's uh, final evolve form uh, will be will resemble some sort of naval admiral and use feathers as swords. It will be a water fighting type. 
So that is Smart pretty phone. that is pretty similar to what the the artwork looks like that I sent you a while ago from somewhere else. Um it yeah, it does kind of give off Admiral looks. I mean it's got a funky looking hat on his head. Um I mean that one that actually looks like a freaking sword, the the one feather, that looks really cool. Um what else? Is it bad that I want a really like obnoxious hat? <laughs> yeah. I want yeah. an obnoxious admiral hat for some reason. Yeah, I mean, so what I'll do is I can't include all three of these pictures in the clip art for this podcast. It's just too big. Um, but what I'll do is I think I've got the I think I have the the story from those three pictures right before that I sent you. So I'll take the link from that and put it in the description below uh, for this podcast. And then people can see it for themselves. Um, yeah, I mean, out of the three, I would have to pick the, the duck Pokemon, even though the first evolve form or the starter at least looks like a freaking abomination. Um, they could have done a whole lot better, at least as of right now with the supposed leak, the third evolve form looks pretty freaking decent. Um, and you know, it's going to be a water fighting type apparently. So at least, you know, you've got that issue with the water type, but at least you got a fighting type. So fighting will help balance that move set at least hopefully. But, uh, then we move into the legendaries, which this is interesting. Uh, the two legendaries have a animalistic look similar to reptiles, but they are more abstract. Uh, that of Scarlet would be of the Fire Fairy type, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, we don't see a whole lot of Fairy type Pokemon, let alone Legendaries have that uh, that type set. Uh, with a quadpedal posture, with a translucent Scarlet scale. Uh, the second is of a Psychic Fairy type, so you know, sticking with the Fairy type. But hey, cool! It's got a Psychic. Um, moveset as well. So that's kind of cool. Uh, it's going to be purple and gray, uh, bipedal posture with a series of purple glass spheres along its back. Uh, that, that looks, or that sounds pretty interesting. I might have to go with that legendary, uh, you know, eventually when you can catch it, uh, depending on exactly what game it's for. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that looks kind of cool. Well, it should be for Violet then, right? Obviously. If the other one, yeah. Yeah, if the other one has Scarlet scales, then... So, yeah, uh, maybe I might have to pick up uh, Pokemon Violet in order to get that Legendary, because that, that, that sounds kind of cool. And then, who knows, maybe I might uh, have to add that Pokemon to my Ghost-type kind of area in my Pokemon room. <laughs> Depending on how it looks. <laughs> For sure. Uh, but three of them? Yeah, actually. Was, well, <laughs> I don't know about all three. Uh, I would definitely add the the Psychic Fairy purple and gray one, just because it kind of goes with my room, essentially. Um, <laughs> you know, it's got a lot of gray. I haven't added any purple in here, but it's got a lot of gray. Although, I am building my recording studio um slowly 
Uh, it's going to be my recording studio for the podcast as well as the editing studio for when I do videos and whatnot. Um, it's also going to be a secondary collection room because I've run out of room in this room. <laughs> uh, I'm sure my wife will love the fact that I'm having a secondary collection room. Um, mostly for the fact that I've got... Oh, dear God, what the hell did you just send me? Oh, that's Cat from He Man. I'm telling you, bro, watch Pokemon no. go that way. Oh, no. For the love of They're God. Gonna do oh, if it looks like that. Oh, God. <laughs> well, not the ugly one, the, the, the scary one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, you, you know it's you know it's bad when it says cheap buy. <laughs> oh, I should oh I should make that to clip art. <laughs> but like <laughs> final final evolve form. I'd be like, yo, no way, leaked like a uh, clickbait. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> breaking news. This is the final evolve form. <laughs> People will lose it's their minds. Oh my god, uh, that yeah, that's it. I'm yeah, I'm gonna make that the clip art. That is a done deal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the the third legendary um, of these two. So apparently, there's gonna be a third one. Um, that's interesting. Can't remember the last time we had a third legendary, except for way back in like Wizards of the Coast era uh, when we had the three legendary birds um but this one's gonna be a dragon dark type with a black uh wavering with red eye red eyes and bright red wings and he will have a ability that reverses his weaknesses and resistances um we already have a wavering type dragon dark i do we I think so. What's that? Uh, what's the one from Celebrations? That stupid red one that everyone kept pulling. Oh, Yvetal. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, uh, if he can reverse his weaknesses and resistance, uh, that might not be a good idea. Yeah. What do you? What do they mean by that? What are they getting at? Okay. So, for instance, let's say you're a fire type, and you're weak against water but strong against grass, your resistance and weakness would switch, so now you're weak against grass and strong against water. True. So, I mean, that would throw you off, because... Now, would that be a move set? Like, would it be an ability with a given move? Or would that automatically adhere to himself when he comes out into battle like as, as soon as he pops up into battle boom right away he's no longer weak against this but he's weak against this instead kind of thing because that might screw up how you send out your pokemon because now what you think is strong against him is now weak against him so i mean it yeah. it could really mess up your your ability to go in and have a, a strong chance against him. Then again, if this is true, then you automatically know that he's a dragon dark type. 
<clears throat> so you can just look at the dragon and dark type weaknesses and resistances and base your party off of that when you face him, essentially. Theoretically, have a really easy time at beating him. Possibly. The There's a new mechanic that will also be added. Um, it will allow you to add a new type or change one of the two types. Uh, but don't expect two radical type changes, but things like Dragon Flying Gyarados, possibly, with a stronger resemblance to the Chinese Dragon. Uh, a Dark Psychic Sable Eye with round gems instead of the eyes. Instead of the eyes. Uh, and more similar to an Alien and uh, Comfy. Uh, has the most prominent t uh, tail <clears throat> and flowers and gets the grass type. Uh, so that's... That might be cool. I mean, to, to change the move sets or the uh, the type sets for your Pokemon, that might be beneficial, uh, especially. Yeah, I hope that's the rumor. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> it, it'll be beneficial in a way for fighting certain trainers or uh, gym trainers, or or in this case, the legendaries, possibly. Um, but I have a feeling it might, might backfire if you use it wrong. Yeah, it's going to get abused by the meta. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I say no, thank you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can see a lot of issues. It's going to abuse, man. It's going to get, they're going to be like, this is the most powerful, over overpowered combination in the game. Oh, God. And yeah. this is how you want to put them out. <laughs> like that Ratatata and Focus Band BS. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ratatata out there clapping everything. <laughs> oh, dear God. That, that, that would be hilarious, but a pain in the ass at the same time. <laughs> uh, and finally, uh, as far as this leak goes, uh, <laughs> your favorite uh, evolved forms of a Pokemon, of a certain Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> apparently, regional forms will return. Among them are the good old Togetic and Togekiss uh, of the fairy bug type. <laughs> I swear, if next week we're talking about this Pokemon again, <laughs> I'm going on vacation. This is three podcasts in a row with this. Togepi guy is taking up precious airtime from <laughs> better Pokemon like Heracross. Oh, no, no, <laughs> I'm not even gonna go there with Heracross. We all know Look, that this guy, this guy was out there doubling down on F Heracross. <laughs> now I need him to explain to everybody listening why he hates Heracross so much. Okay. <laughs> Story time. <laughs> Heracross is... It better be good. You better oh have gotten your ass beat okay, so... 50,000 times. Straight from the anime, Heracross has been a little bitch. I mean... Oh, God. Okay? So, <laughs> all he does is attach himself to freaking Bulbasaur or to a tree and just sucks on everything. And doesn't really do anything other than what he... he no, he didn't even take on the freaking Pinsir. It was Metapod, I think, that took on Pinsir. 
Um, Are we talking about Ash's hair across? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I, I don't know if it was Ash or if it was just hair across or Ash and hair across. But ever since the, ever since the anime, Heracross has been a little bitch in my opinion. And honestly, there are like 800 other Pokemon out there that are better than Heracross. <laughs> but that's why that's why the video game made up for it. They made him a badass. No, he's a bug type. Breaking horn attack is all you need. An yeah, earthquake. Oh. He's a simplified bug type. It's just a simplified bug type. A bug type is a bug type. You might as well have a freaking Metapod out there. You're a hater. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, at least Scyther is a bit better. I mean, you know. Yeah, very it, much so. <laughs> Except for the video games. Scyther sucks in the video games. Yes, yes. Poor dude. I, I'm like you got you got no love, bro. I'm sorry, but you just you suck. Yeah, Scyther. See, that was a that was a thing. Like it was a double sided sword. Scyther got a lot of love and and strength from the anime when he did appear, but in the video game, he just lacks in all capability. Like he does have his strength, but it's subpar at best. Yeah, a lot of weaknesses, man. A lot of weak. That's where his flying bug really hurts him. Yeah, you can get you can get zapped. You can get burned. You can get hit by a bird. You can get hit by rock, ice. Like this guy is literally, yeah, he's boo boo. Yeah, I mean, but that's the that's the problem with all these bug types. You know, there's there's strong bug types. But at the same time, you can just walk over and step on them, and they're done. You know, for the most part. There's not a whole lot of bug types out there that can actually hold up to themselves. Not without some, like, serious movesets that contradict the fact that they're a bug type. I know. No, they're they're pretty bad. Like, I'd have to say that one of the best... Well, I mean... I can't even really say that, but <laughs> Mega Meta, what is his name? Oh, Metagross. Oh yeah, Mega. Yeah, Mega. Oh sorry. yeah, Mega. Okay. Yeah, he's probably like, in my opinion, the uh, the best one, just because he can do like, um, what is that? Uh, X Scissor. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. And he also has like dragon moves. I think he can do dragon pulse. I think so. so. He kind of has some help there. Yeah, but uh, again, that's you know you're you've got a very weak uh, bug type, but the move set counter counteracts the fact that it's a, a weak Pokemon in general, and it assists it to make it stronger. If it wasn't for those move sets, none of these bug type would be able to have a leg to stand on when it comes to any other Pokemon. At least I think so. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, you know, but uh, if people disagree with us, they can always send us a message on Instagram or or anything. You know, I'll I'll put our links in the description below, and by all means, you you can send me some hate mail about how I think uh, or how you think Heracross is the greatest yeah, thing in the world. Yeah, <laughs> come at me, bro. <laughs> Let him have it. Let him have it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get so much hate mail. <laughs> 
talking blasphemy. Yeah. Yeah, the, the first hate mail always comes from me, though. <laughs> I'll lead the way. Yep. Um, so, speaking of these uh, regional <clears throat> forms, uh, Togekiss and them will be a uh, fairy bug type. They'll have a butterfly-like wing with Togekiss or Togetic reminiscent of a pixie. Uh, so, that actually... That actually might fix those two Pokemon because I find that they're very bloated looking. So you know, maybe to to skim them down a bit and make them more pixie type might actually be better. Uh, but then you get really weird with Vanillish and Vanak or Vanilla Lux. Uh, they're gonna change from a ice cream or like a bowl of ice cream. To now looking like a popsicle, because that makes it so much better. Uh, and they're going to use their stick as a weapon. <laughs> I mean, when I when I read that, I thought, okay, oh, wow. I don't think that's going to happen. But they're going to be an ice fighting type. So an ice fighting type, actually, that's a really good combination because there's ice is very strong, and fighting will help with that as well. So. I think that will be a uh, a type combination that will be hard to counteract. Fighting, yeah, it's got a lot of ways to get out of what it needs to. Yeah, uh, and finally, Mawal will be a steel dark type. Uh, the horns will be long snake tentacle like braids, and she will be Gorgon inspired, which is <laughs> okay. I mean. <laughs> That might be interesting to take a look at if they release some art about that. I mean, with all these leaks, of course, you know, there's no real artwork to to show for it. Um, but it seems like just from hearing what it's going to be like, some of these might actually turn out to be pretty decently looking Pokemon. I hope so. I mean, I mean, at least for Toga taking Toga Kiss. I know I talk junk about Togepi, but I really do like the evolutions. Oh god, yeah, yeah. I mean, Togepi. I mean, I, I agree with it. It's it's a very crappy Pokemon, um, but the evolved forms are pretty decent when it comes to attacks and whatnot. Um, and just like we discussed in. Uh, later podcast about how Togepi apparently was one of the greater Pokemon. Uh, even in that list, they didn't really actually mention Togepi. They they mentioned its evolved forms. So it's not yep. even the fact that Togepi itself is a great Pokemon. It's what it becomes is a great Pokemon. Kind of like how Magikarp is a shit Pokemon. But once it evolves into Gyarados, then it's the king of the sea, essentially. For sure. And finally, we move on to which Gigantamax Pokemon are the strongest. Uh, we have a top five list, apparently. Now, um, I'm hater. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty okay. So I'm pretty pissed off that Gengar is not on here, uh, based on his Gigantamax move. But your favorite Pokemon is on here. However, <laughs> your your poor Venusaur made number five out of all five, so it's uh, it's on the bottom of the list. 
But hey, at least it made it um, on the list. We still made it. Yeah, it still made it. I mean, you know, my my poor Gigantamax Gengar didn't make it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of pissed off about that. I mean, we'll we'll get into Gengar um, once we get to this list, and uh, I'll give my honest opinion on where it should stand. Um, but you know, we'll we'll see. Uh, so Venusaur's Gigantamax move, uh, G Max Vine Lash, cuts its opponent's health by one six each turn. Um, so you know, theoretically, you only get three turns with the Gigantamax, so it should cut it down by half, uh, regardless of whatever move you use. Um, if it's not a Grass type that is fighting, if it's a Grass type, it won't do anything. Uh, this even helps Venusaur check fire types that would otherwise counter it. Uh, another uh, normal sludge bomb might not be enough to deal with the Charizard, but a Gigantamax Vine Lash <laughs> could do a serious amount of damage. Um, but yeah, that's the thing. You know, you've got that that move set that can cut the health down by essentially half over the course of your three moves. Um, um. But you, you really need to counter it productively with other moves, uh, especially if you're going to fight something like a Charizard, or especially if it's a Gigantamax Charizard. Um, I think at that point, you're pretty much screwed if it does Gigantamax. If it's not a Gigantamax Charizard, then you shouldn't have any issue whatsoever using that Grass-type move to knock out Charizard. Number four is Hatnerin. Uh Now, personally... Uh, I think they should have swapped out Hatrin with uh, Gengar, in my opinion. Um, yeah, but put you in fifth. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so maybe Venusaur fourth, Gengar in fifth, just based on the fact of what Gengar's G Max move is. Um, it's not. A whole, it's nothing overly special, but it does really help out. Um, but Hatrin, uh, its Gigantamax move is G-Max Smite, which confuses all targets on the opposing side, which in turn can provide free turns. But again, sure, you get free turns, but you only get three turns with that Gigantamax Pokemon. So you really got to make it count or you're kind of just wasting your turn if you do get an extra turn due to a confused Pokemon. Um, I mean, at the same time, you know, Pokemon tries to use attack against it. It's confused. It hits itself, which does a little bit of damage. So then you can turn around and do more damage and kind of add to that. But again, you only get three turns. So you really got to make this count um, or it's just a wasted opportunity. Also gamble because you're not always going to get the free turn. Sometimes they still attack even though they're confused. Exactly, yeah. It's like a 50-50 chance on whether or not you actually strike when you're confused or not. Wow, so bias list, Venusaur should be fourth. Yeah, I mean, so... Yeah, I, I would maybe swap Hatrin and Venusaur right off the bat. Um, just based on the fact that Hatrin only works if the Pokemon that's confused actually hits itself and not you instead. However, it gets weirder. So number three is Colossal. Um, 
the guy the guy Gigantic Max is here less for its G Max move, but more for its ability. Uh, Steam Engine quadruples its speed if hit with a water move. So I mean, you only gain speed if you hit with a water move, which is kind of anti-productive. Um, the issue with that is usually when this rock fire type gets hit with a water, uh, with a water move, it gets destroyed. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, why are you three then? Why are you not fifth or fourth or not even on this list? Like you're another gamble. Yeah. I mean, it has enough health to survive a small water move and sweep the enemy team anyway. But again, you're really banking on the fact of luck. <laughs> like it's not, it's not a very like a really strong, but slow Pokemon. Yeah. I'm not familiar with Colossal. No. Um, I, I mean, I've, I've never battled with him. I've battled against him. Uh, he is a tough Pokemon both in Gigantamax and regular form. But you go into it knowing his moveset right off the bat, and you should know how to counter him. Uh, you know, keep that in mind, though. He does get he does have a ton of health. Uh, he can take a beating. He's not very good, but he takes a beating. And like a chancy. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, because Chansey, unless you're hitting Chansey with a fighting move, it's eating everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number two is good old Charizard. Boo. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Although he does have a really good G-Max move. Wildfire is similar to Venusaur's. Well, I mean, so if you... For a sense, or for instance, put Charizard up against Venusaur. With these move sets, it would be pretty evenly matched. And in fact, I've actually seen the online competitions there, mostly on YouTube, where these you know regionals and uh, country regions and stuff like that. The people put out you know a Charizard Gigantamax against a Venusaur Gigantamax. And they are evenly matched, regardless of the fact that Damn. one's, you know, whether one's fire, one's grass, they're evenly matched. Uh, again, because of the fact that this G-Max Wildfire, again, deals one-sixth of the damage every turn, just like what Venusaur's does. And Venusaur's attack will work because Charizard's not a grass type, so it works. Same with uh, Charizard. Charizard's max or Charizard's wildfire move will work against Venusaur because Venusaur is not a fire type. So every turn you're losing one sixth of your health regardless. So again, after three turns before you D D Gigantamax right off the bat, after three turns, you've lost half of your health regardless of any other move. And that's if you're still standing after three moves regardless of whether it's Charizard or Venusaur. Uh, particularly Max or um, Charizard, though, uh, who can use other great Max moves, particularly Max Airstream, which raises its speed. So right then and there, uh, it will it can get the speed ahead of Venusaur and attack more frequently. Um, 
allowing Gigantamax Max Charizard to set up uh, can often mean the end of that match for some trainers, uh, which is true. I mean, if you're if you don't, especially if you're fighting with the Venusaur, if you don't set yourself up quick and you allow Charizard to set up, do the airstream, do the wildfire, you're essentially screwed. You're you're not going to win that fight. It's just it's just going to run through you. So, but if you can get ahead of Charizard, then essentially, regardless of what Pokemon you have, you should be able to beat it. It's just a matter of, can you get out in front of it before it gets out in front of you? And that's the tough part. Yeah. Uh, it's been a minute since I've played, so I might have to get into this next series for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm still debating it. Uh, you know, there's a very good chance I'm going to pick up that game. It's just a matter of, am I going to pick it up right away, or am I just going to hold off? kind of take a look at more gameplay first and then decide if I'm going to pick it up or not. Um, I mean, chances are I'm, I probably am. It's just a matter of right away or a year down the road or six months down the road kind of thing. Uh, regardless, it's still going to be the same price of like $80 Canadian for me because uh, Pokemon games never ever go down in prices, uh, which pisses me off. Only up. Uh- yeah, oh, yeah, only up. I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, you're you're looking at even the older Pokemon games for the Switch Lite and all that. They're still eighty dollars uh, Canadian. Dude, I looked up Heart Gold the other day because I want one for my DS. <laughs> Hundred dollars, man. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it, I'm like, you don't even have a freaking case. What do you want a hundred dollars for? Yeah. I mean, it it only gets worse. Well, now mind you, some of the Game Boy ones are like sixty bucks, give or take. Yeah, those aren't too bad. Yeah, I mean, but still, yeah, it seems like the newer the newer you get or the rarer you get, the more expensive it is. But like the common older games have pretty much leveled out. Mind you, when they first came out, they were like twenty bucks. 15 20 bucks so you know they've already doubled their price but they're reasonable you know you're not looking at 80 dollars for a freaking game or 100 plus for a game and finally number one is for some reason lapras (laughs) Uh, i won't deny it well (sighs) i don't know so the pokemon may not be powerful in singles but it outright wins games in doubles. So right then and there, this Pokemon is essentially useless unless you're doing a double battle. So why is it number one? Again, it's conditional. And I feel like all these Pokemon are conditional based on X, Y, Z. You know, um, Lapras basically... Strategies. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's based on strategies. It's all based on strategies. But... With them, just in general, they're not strong enough, you know, on, on their own. They're not. Yeah, I mean, you, you really got to, if you know how to set up each individual Pokemon on this list, then they are proper and they should be in that list for the most part where they are. You know, there are slight tweaks, but again, it's all based on how you know how to use these Pokemon. If you don't know how to use them, then 
you might as well have six Magikarp in your set because you're, you're just going to lose anyway. Um, but basically, Lapras draws up the Aurora Veil with its G-Max uh, Renaissance. Uh, that means any partner who wants to set up will be able to do so since it will take reduced damage. Uh, Dragon Dance, Nasty Plot, Calm Mind, Swords Dance, uh, just about any Pokemon can set these up behind a G-Max uh, Renaissance, and if that partner has a weakness policy, it can snowball out of hand in a hurry. So essentially, it's basically a setup Pokemon. But again, that's Lapras is one of those Pokemon that, on its own, it's not very strong, but it's there to set up other Pokemon to succeed. For my Pokemon that didn't get the freaking love that it deserves, uh, Gigantamax uh, Gengar, uh, its G uh, Max move uh, Terror, uh, or G Max Terror, um, it's a strong move, but I understand why it wasn't put in the list, uh, sort of. Uh, essentially, Gengar causes a powerful burst of energy to erupt from underneath the opponent. The opponent then becomes unable to escape from the battle. So, it essentially holds that Pokemon there, so then you can deal damage to it. Which is good, in a sense. Um... If you're facing a Pokemon that you want to stick out there and just get pummeled. Uh, there's been times where I fought Pokemon where I don't really want to fight them because they are too strong. And I want them to swap out so then I can kind of catch a breather. But it never seems to work out that way. <laughs> so, I mean, that move can backfire all on its own, essentially. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I was kind of trying to read up on that Lapras for you just to kind of see why. And I guess Aurora Veil, it has uh, physical and special damage for five turns. Oh, okay. So, and I guess Lapras, when it goes G-Max, it just, it's kind of like a, a field spell, if you will. Aurora Veil just automatically is activated. When Lapras goes G-Max. So pretty much the guy coming... If you said G-Max only lasts three turns, the guy coming behind Lapras still has two turns protected. Oh, okay. Well, that's not that bad. I think that's why. It's kind of more just like a defensive gimmick. But still, like you said, it should it should kind of be based off something that can solo a match on its own. Yeah, I mean... When you <laughs> think of these Pokemon... You don't think of Pokemon that it needs help from another set or whatever. It should be ones that should yeah. be able to stand on their own. I agree. Who knows? I mean, these lists always change and update. And I mean, I'm sure two weeks from now, there will be a new list somewhere that completely contradicts this list. Uh, you know, like they always do. So I, I'm sure there'll be, it'd be interesting to see what the new list comes out. Um, who knows, you know, Charizard might not even be on it. Maybe Venusaur will be higher. Maybe Lapras won't even be on it. And then maybe Gengar will be, based on other things other than its Gigantamax move. Or at least one of his moves. Um, but, you know, these are, these lists are strictly people's opinion, uh, of who make these lists in the first place. Um, 
what might or what they might think is one, two, three, someone else might think it's, you know, three, one, two kind of thing. So, I mean, two each their own. Uh, you know, you may not agree with this list. I, I certainly don't. Uh, but then there's people out there who would agree with this list. So it's it's all based on your own personal opinion. Oh, yeah. It's based on, like you said, just opinions and the meta, I guess. You know, there must be combinations out there where these specific five abilities are very much sought after. And with that, we come to the close of yet another podcast uh, or another week. Um, it's been great uh, talking to you all or you know, having you guys listen. Uh, we are slowly picking up stream. Uh, there's the odd person, I think, who hasn't quite found us from our days on uh, Anchor FM. Uh, a lot of them... There was a good amount of people that listened to us on Anchor. Um, still trying to find those people. Uh, I haven't quite removed Anchor yet. It's kind of on the back burner. I might just pop something on there quickly if I can. I don't know if it would interfere with Acast or not. Um, but I'll try and see it's if there's... Yeah, try and com- like send out a small message or whatever. Um through that version of the podcast and just say, Hey, if you're listening on, or if you were listening through the, the web browser of anchor, you know, you're going to be sitting there for a long time looking for a podcast episode. Cause it ain't going to come to the anchor. It's going to be over on Acast. Um, you know, people can listen to us on the web browser of Acast. I mean, you can listen to us on Spotify, Google, Apple, uh, pretty much all the ones that really count. Uh, there's multiple other ones, and then I think there's actually still a couple that are not holding us just yet. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out exactly which ones are not, and I'm constantly in discussion with them. Uh, you know, whether it's through an online portal that I got to talk to, or in some cases, I've actually had to speak to live representatives and essentially convince them that they need to put our podcast on their platform. Um, which sometimes it takes a lot of convincing for them to actually do it. I don't know why it's, it's all free work for them or whatever, but, uh, yeah, exactly. Free material. Yeah. I mean, there's been a couple of this, like, and it's, it's never the big guys, you know, uh, I love Spotify. Spotify put us up right away. Uh, Apple, well, Google put us up right away. Apple was a bit of a dink in the beginning. No no shame against Apple, but uh, when I was first doing this solo um, through Anchor, uh, Apple had a lot of rules, including my... They were pissed off with my picture that I had as the, the artwork for the podcast because it had my logo for my Instagram. Uh, and they said, oh, you can't have Pokemon-related things as your picture as well what do you mean you know it's it's not from pokemon it's, it's all it was uh i think a picture of myself just cartooned and then the pokemon name um or pokemon cape but in pokemon letters and that's what they had an issue with was the fact that they don't care about the picture of this or that but they cared about the fact that the lettering looked like the pokemon lettering so yeah so 
I had to just do standard text for Pokemon Cave uh, and drop my, my artwork to just a simplified one. But the funny thing was I, I found a Pokemon-themed artwork through Anchor. And when I found it, I messaged Anchor and I said, well, I want to use this artwork because it has a Gengar in it. It has a Pokeball and, and game controller and all this stuff. But will Apple accept it? And the representative from Anchor at the time said, yeah, everything that we have in our archives, every platform will accept it. So Apple wouldn't accept the fact that my logo name had Pokemon lettering, but yet it will accept a Gengar and a Pokeball in the artwork. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, whatever. At least our podcast is up in Apple since then and... You know, I haven't heard anything from Apple, so, you know, cross your fingers that they don't decide to just turn around and go, hey, wait a minute, that's the Pokemon on there. You're off of here, kind of thing. But, you know, if they do, you know, we still have Spotify, we still have Google, and we still have all the the smaller guys. So, you know, and a web browser as well. So, um, you know, you have definitely options to pick from. So, at least we're not uh, strictly refined to just one platform you can find us anywhere that's true and as always uh thanks for having me yeah of course yeah it's always great to have you every week um you know it's uh it's always a lot more fun when when you're talking to someone instead of the voices in your head (laughs) oh yeah they get annoying yeah yeah no kidding I mean, we, we have many discussions. <laughs> Tired of paying bills and doing my responsibilities. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, we say goodbye. I'm Pokemon Cave. This is my co-host, Professor Mobile. We will see you later. Take care, everyone. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,